Exodus 21 through 6. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. The word of God. Amen. Good morning, everyone. It's good to see all of you here this morning. It's a pleasure to come before the Lord, is it not? Uh, perhaps some of you were exhausted during, the, during this holiday season. Perhaps you had a lot of tough conversations. Perhaps you had a lot of things going on in family. And you're here today on this morning. And we're singing songs to the Lord. We're confessing the goodness of God. We are confessing our sins and our need of the Lord. And we get to hear again how good our God is. That Jesus loves us. That God loves us. That he has his best interests in mind. And his best interests, well, dovetails with our joy. Our joy in him. So I pray that this morning, that as we hear God's word today, that once again you are encouraged to see the divine God who is perfect and holy and loving and merciful and jealous. And may this knowledge of God himself and may this knowledge of how God has entered into this world to love us grant you strength and courage to follow him in our passage today we are going to look at this term jealousy and we're going to look at how god himself is a jealous god and i'm going to divide this sermon up into two parts first we're going to talk about the divine nature of jealousy, how it is different from human jealousy, and how it's intrinsic, important to the nature of God himself. Then we'll go on to look at the covenant nature of jealousy, the relational nature of how this jealousy of God relates to you and I, his people and how it brings us comfort, and how it empowers us once again to live a life that is pleasing to God and live a life that generates joy and courage in our hearts as well. So when we think about jealousy, we often think that jealousy is simply something that's negative. And it's true because when we look at the Bible and we look at Paul's teaching on jealousy, we see that jealousy is one of the negative fruits of the Spirit. 
that jealousy is not something that you and I as human beings are encouraged to be. We are not to be jealous people. We are to be humble. We are to be merciful. And so it's difficult for people to understand that God is a jealous God because of these negative connotations. We see that we ourselves, that when we are jealous, that jealousy becomes very destructive. What is jealousy in general? Well, we can think of jealousy this way. Jealousy is love and anger put together. Now, for we as human beings, when we love someone and we are angry at someone, that jealousy that results from it, well, what happens is that love vanishes, but anger persists. And so when we say that we should not be jealous, it is this anger that comes forth with a twisted version of love. It's no longer love, it's resentment. And so when we love someone and we see that something, someone is doing wrong to that person, we're jealous for them. We want everything to be right for them. But when we love someone and that person doesn't love us, but loves someone else, then that jealousy becomes vindictive becomes angry. You see, we as human beings, it is very difficult for us to have a jealousy that is holy and righteous. Because without an understanding of what love is, we cannot have a loving anger for others. For most of us, we are jealous for things for ourselves. It is something that we want, something that we desire. We want someone's attention 24-7. And so when we do not get what we desire, jealousy rears its head and jealousy destroys a relationship. But God is not this way. You see, God himself is a jealous God. And this jealousy stems from the fact that he is a perfect in love and perfect in holiness. Let me say that again. He's perfect in love and perfect in holiness. He is rightfully to be jealous for himself and for his glory. It is right for him to desire all creatures to, to worship him in spirit and in truth. It is right for him to demand from all creatures that they acknowledge him as the creator and as God himself. 
And in fact, when we do so, we acknowledge who we are as his created beings. This is what it means when it is right for God to be jealous for himself and jealous for his own glory. God deserves all the accolades and all the honor in all things. And you see, when God himself is jealous, he is able to still love us in his anger. You see, his anger, his jealousy, although it does bring judgment, he does not use it to destroy all things. But his jealous anger, his righteous, loving anger, will allow him to bring forth salvation for all people. Why is this? We believe that God is the highest good for all people. We believe that to love God is the highest good for all of humanity. We believe that in knowing God is where we find our purpose, where we find our peace. And so for all of us and for God himself, his jealous anger, he wants to know you. He wants you to come close to him. And he believes, and we believe that that is the best thing for you and for me. God himself can only be jealous in a righteous and perfect way because it is a part of who God is. There are many other attributes that God has that are difficult for us as human beings to understand completely. We are told that because he's holy, that we are to fear God. And when we think of fear, we think of fear in a very negative way. But to fear God and to know that God will be jealous if we run after other things comes with God's nature of being perfect and holy and God being the best for all of humanity in all of creation. This brings us to the second part, the covenant nature of jealousy. You see here in Exodus chapter 20, God has already saved Israel from Egypt. And he's entered into a covenant with this nation. Now, covenant is simply a special type of relationship. It's a relationship that God himself initiated to bring the people close to himself. There are no sort of um, caveats. There are no sort of, um, um, what am I trying to think of? Um, he's not saying to God's people, you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to, to come to me. God initiates this covenant, this relationship, without even the people being aware of it. But God has chosen this nation of Israel 
to place a special blessing upon. And one of the things that is important about this relationship is that God wants the nation of Israel to know that this relationship must come first above all things. That God himself is a jealous God and God wants the nation of Israel, that he wants you and me to put him first above all things. It says here in verse four, not to make yourself an, a carved image or any likeness in heaven on earth or below the earth. Now, when we think about those things, those created things are not necessarily bad or evil things. Idolatry is not so much of worshiping false gods, but idolatry also is making something good into something that we worship, into something that is ultimate. God wants to have the first fruits of our heart. God wants the first fruits of our time. God wants to have that relationship with you and with me. Now think about it. There are a lot of good things in this life. Sometimes myself, I, as a pastor, I think, you know, the, the best thing, the, the, what I'm going to do this morning is write a few emails to some people. You know what? There's, a, there's a two or three people I haven't seen in a while. I'm just going to, to contact them. And those are all good things to do. But what God wants me to do is to come before him and make him first or a priority in my life above all other things. God wishes you to do the same thing because he's loved you so much. This jealousy for you means that God wants you for himself. And because we know that being near to God is the best thing for you and me, God wants what's best. So for you and I to, to wake up in the morning and to approach him, for you and I to approach him and to tell him of, our, of the thoughts of our mind and our heart, to worship him as God himself, to enjoy fellowship in his word and prayer is what God desires from you and me. This is our best good for us to be drawn in to him. God also wants in this covenant relationship with you, with this word, with these words of, with his character of jealousy, is he wants to have an intimate relationship with you. It's not simply worship me. And if you don't, I'm going to bring the hammer on you. But it's a relationship between father and child for us to approach the father and know that the father is longing to be with us, to talk with us, to hear us, to sanctify us as well. And so we don't think of God as a God who is far off or simply as a judge, but we think of God and we know God to be an intimate lover between you and I. Think about a parent who loves their child with a jealous love. 
and we see that child doing something, putting his heart and energy in something that's, that's destructive in their lives. We as parents will, will look at the child and we will, with jealousy, with a righteous and loving anger, say to them, listen, this is not good for you. What's important for you is for you to know that I am your father, that I am your mother, that I am your parent. And then what's best for you is for you to listen to me, for you to know me, for you to have this relationship with me. You see, jealousy of God means that God loves you as a person, as a human being, someone that he wants to draw near to, and someone that he's, and you who he's constantly trying to draw near to him as well. Another thing about this covenant relationship besides that we have to put God first, that God wants us to have this close relationship with him. The third thing about this, this uh, covenant relationship of jealousy is that God wants us to be faithful to him. And God wants us to be faithful to him. And this happens as we continue to grow in our love for him, that our desire would always be to do everything that he asks of us, that we do not run after other idols, that we do not run after other things to satisfy us. But we run after God and we say to God, God, whatever you wish, I will do. And that's what we have here in this, in this law, that God wants us to keep his commands, to follow him all the days of our lives. You see, the jealousy of God cannot be compared to the jealousy of humanity. Human beings do have glimpses of holy jealousy. But God himself, as the divine being, knows that the best thing for you and I is to know him. The best thing for you and I, the ultimate thing, that which is beyond anything that we can come up with is simply to know God and to worship him. That that satisfies our heart and satisfies our soul. And the fact that God is a jealous God for his glory and for us means that God desires to have our hearts completely for his glory, but for our own good as well. And we pray that as we do so, that our heart continue to change, to want to satisfy God, to want to worship him, to want to love him. We see this when we look at the New Testament in Jesus himself. We see Jesus' zeal for the house of God consume him. When he saw the temple being used by, by, by money changers to, to make money. And Jesus says, no, I am jealous for God and his glory. In the same way, as we continue to grow as Christians, our jealousy 
doesn't become for ourselves, but our jealousy becomes for God's glory. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul states that, listen, I, I love you, church. I love you with the jealousy of God or a, a divine jealousy, but jealousy of God is a better translation. He's saying there that as I grow as a Christian, my jealousy for you, my desire for you is to grow in love, but not for me, not so that you love me more, not so that you love this world more, not that you, so that you love humanity more, but that you will love God more. And so our own ideas of jealousy starts to switch. We're no longer jealous for ourselves and wanting things for ourselves, but we want everything for God. We want people, our children, our spouses, our church to always do things for God's glory. And when we don't see things being done for God's glory, we're jealous for him, not for ourselves. And this type of holy jealousy, God admires and God gives to you and I. Brothers and sisters, God has loved you with his holy jealousy. And he will never let you go. When he sees sin in you, his jealousy will, will burn that out and allow you to see more of him. As you see his love grow in you, may your love grow for him. And as we live this life as brothers and sisters in Christ, may we help one another to know God more to be jealous for his glory in each and every one of us, that from our lips and from our heart, that we can continue to say all for God's glory, all for his glory. Let us pray. Gracious heavenly father, we thank you for your love and your mercy. And we thank you for your jealousy. You are not a God who allows us to live in our sinfulness. You're not a God who allows us to destroy ourselves, but you're a God who continues to draw us close to you. You are the ultimate good, to know you, to be known by you, to love you, to be loved by you, to be forgiven by you, to see your holiness, to see the eternal life that awaits for us with you, to have fellowship with you for all, all of eternity. That is our highest good. Lord, implant that knowledge in our hearts and may we grow forever towards that goal. We thank you, Lord, that in your jealousy that you will draw us to you over and over and over again. That you will not allow us to sit in our sins. That you will not allow us to waver too far from you. But that you will always bring us back to you. And you will always show us that you are a loving, just God for us. So help us as well, Lord God, to live with that type of love, that type of holy, loving anger, that jealousy for one another, that we may see 
your glory in our church, that we may see your glory in our loved ones. We thank you. And in Christ's name we pray. Amen.